0: Hello everybody and welcome to a new episode of the Awaken Together podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Jen. And in today's episode we are going to be talking with you about the Akashic Records.
1: So the Akashic Records came a little bit down the line on my spiritual journey. I don't know about you, Kat. I went through a lot of stuff before this, but this has been such a unique thing to add into my path. And I wish I would have kind of known about it sooner because it's opened so many doors of thought. But first to tell you guys what the Akashic Records even are, they can be thought of as a cosmic computer system that records every soul's thoughts and experiences on a vibrational level. So, it's kind of like a library of what our unique soul's blueprint has been and what we have been through. And there are people that really have been able to find access to those records and can help people explore what some of their past lives have been. Um, This is not something that's unique to individuals, it's something anyone can access. But, you know, some people have been very called to share that information. So, I think the first time. I was hearing about past lives in general. I I was a little skeptical about that as I'm skeptical about everything mm-hmm. <laughs> that we talked about. I think everything we've shared with you, I started off so skeptical. But as I was... In the yoga and meditation community, there would be a lot of meditation centered around your past lives. So I started doing YouTube videos for past lives. And I had some really unique things come up when I would do past life regressions. And I couldn't quite make sense of it. But it felt like there was definitely information that I needed to explore. So finding out that there were readers out there that could easily access these records and Kat introduced me to one of her friends. I was so excited to get to do um a reading, a personal readings. Yeah, it's it's really, really cool. And both Jen and I, we've
0: uh had the experience of receiving readings from the records ourselves. So what we figured we'd do with you today is start off by sharing our experience with our readings. And then we have the opportunity to share with you an interview from a very special guest who gave us our reading so you can learn more about it straight from the source. So exciting.
1: Um so I'll t- Tell you about a few of mine first. Our lives are so funny. You guys it's are hilarious. gonna love it. So I will share. Um, when I did my one-on-one with Jen, I found out that I have had three lives that really came into the picture that she was shown. Doesn't mean that I only had three, but that was really what came through. The most recent life that I have lived, she said happened pretty recently to this current one. So sometimes there can be a gap in your timeframe, you know, it's not always one necessarily right after the other. But she said this one I had, I had just finished that life and stepped right into this one. So I did not have a big gap. Um, and I was a female zookeeper <laughs> and I worked with monkeys and she said she just saw me really connecting to monkeys at the zoo. She said I was working really one-on-one with them and she could tell that I had made some really big achievements and accomplishments with the work I was doing at the zoo. And she asked me if I had any connection with monkeys. And I, as she was telling me this, I was like, I feel like if most people would would hear that they used to be a zookeeper. They might just like blow that off. But when she was telling me, I literally looked back and in my childhood, I had had a monkey themed bedroom from like age five until like probably like 14. (laughs) My first AOL screen name was Monkey Funky, 729. Loved it. I had a monkey stuffed animal I took everywhere with me. I used to draw monkeys on every single person's card for like Christmas, like birthdays. Like it's, it really is everywhere. I looked at my scrapbooks. Maybe we can share this on our Instagram so you guys can just like see how f- funny it is. I found so many childhood photos with just like too much monkey stuff. Um, and then two other weird stories on that. I did a career test my senior year of high school. I had this career bus come and we'd answer like a hundred questions and it would give you a job at the end. And I got zookeeper. My friends like laughed at that like so much. They were like, what the heck? And I was like, what are you going to do? Like that's my job. I thought it was so funny. We made so many jokes about that. And then the other like story that popped into my head as she was telling me this information was I remember going to a campground in Florida with my friend Amber. And we were just walking on this trail, and I felt something crawl up my back, and I look on my shoulder, and I had a monkey there, like, on my shoulder, and then this woman runs out of her RV and is like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, and it was her pet monkey that had just, like, ran and climbed me, (laughs) so I got to hold this monkey and I was like this is my dream like how do I own a monkey and she's like I had to go to school for a year and a half and I was like tell me more <laughs> I want this fat monkey oh so freaking wild and so all this just like flooded into my head as she's telling me this story I thought it was just mind-blowing because so much of yeah, things I was drawn to in my past life clearly had came forward in this one. And it's it was also really wild because she said that I had this juggle between nurturing and then success and like achievement and work ethic. And I really feel like that plays out in my current path. And it's in my astrology birth chart too to have that struggle of success and public recognition and nurturing. So here I am almost kind of dealing with like somewhat of a similar soul blueprint. It even seemed so yeah that was one of my funny ones Cat, you want to share it's oh amazing yeah that's my favorite story and I now have a
0: monkey next to your name in my phone <laughs>
1: yes, and I'll share what cat says after she tells you
0: yes so I I still return to thinking about my reading a lot um I was told that I'm a newer soul here on earth, that this is my fifth incarnation. And that resonates with me on a soul level. I don't feel like someone who can look at old times and feel like it resonates, it just Mm -hmm. feels very on me. Um, And so my, she could see four out of my five lives. And so I received a lot of insight from that. I'm going to share with you just two of those lives. So the first one dates back to I think it was maybe the 1800s, she said. So again, I haven't been here that long. And um So I was a man who was living in Switzerland and I wore a lederhosen <laughs> and um, let me back up a little bit because she began by telling me what my soul's purpose was and like, whoa, to have someone tell you that is pretty freaking cool and she, she shared with me that my soul's purpose is to raise the vibration of the collective and I'm like whoa <laughs> that's no a little pressure, no pressure right it's a little intimidating to think about but um she's doing it we all know but, <laughs> I mean I have kind of made it my work to you know help people holistically to help them be happy and healthy and yeah. Uh, doing that through coaching and yoga and Reiki. And yeah, just creativity in so many means. So going back to my life as a man living in (laughs) Switzerland, wearing a lederhosen, I used to hike up my local village mountain every morning and Yodel from the mountaintops, and that was how I rose the vibration
1: in my my community. How beautiful would it be to just wake up to Kat's manly yodel?
0: Manly yodel. I have no idea what that would sound like.
1: Oh, what a peaceful start to the day. I <laughs> like it. I love it. And it
0: just brought me so much joy. And I had a family, and that was my most simple pleasure of life was just Mm -hmm. yodeling and what I think is so wild tying this back to my current life now when I was in college I had a dream and it was one of those dreams that you wake up and you're like this was here to teach me something this was a profound dream like have you ever had those Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah and so I woke up from this dream and in my dream I was in Switzerland I had never been to Switzerland before, I had never been to many places in Europe, and I had never really even given Switzerland a second thought. (laughs) Um, But in my dream, I was there, I was in the snowy Alps, and I was eating delicious Swiss chocolate, and there were people in lederhosen's, and I just woke up and I called my mom, I remember, and I said, Mom, I think I need to study abroad in Switzerland. So guess what? I did. <laughs>
1: Wild.
0: I freaking did it. Like, it was such a strong dream, such a knowing that I, I needed to do it. And I studied abroad in Switzerland. And it was the most amazing experience. And even when I was there, it felt familiar. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea why. And so when I received this message during my, my reading with Jen Hoffman, um, I was just flabbergasted. Because finally, after years and years of like, you know, wondering of, of like, Oh, I wonder why I was so drawn to this magical place out of all the places. Uh, now I just, I have more understanding and I'm like, duh, that makes sense to me. Why?
1: Amazing. So
0: cool. And then fast forwarding to my most recent life, my fourth (laughs) incarnation, this is how Jen Hoffman explained it to me. She said, when I asked, for access to your your last life I was shown a blade of grass and I wasn't sure what that meant so I asked for clarity to to help me further understand what this meant and it zoomed in and I was an (laughs) ant I was an ant in my last And my soul's purpose in this incarnation was to go deep into the earth's surface and raise the vibration of my fellow ant community and everything under the crust. Kat has
1: so many, like, earth placements in her birth chart. It's just kind of funny. And also, PSA, I want everyone to be very aware of where they're stepping because if you (laughs) hurt Kat's family, that, you know, that could be a problem. So, (laughs) just, no that the ants matter too okay so yeah oh can ha- uh, cat has an aunt by her name in my phone and i have a monkey her, so. <laughs> so this it's is good. a relationship we have it's amazing
0: yes, i love it and so um i don't have any ties like jen with the monkey to my aunt life um however i did love the movie a bug's life when i
1: was a kid like more you than you also normal. have so many plants in your house <laughs> like i mean i think it's there more than you think you know you're right yeah yeah you have an earthy energy. I I feel that. Um yeah, and then the other thing to share, I'll share like a little blurb of one other life that we discuss in our read my reading But I had one that was not on Earth. It was in another dimensional space. She said sometimes the names come through really clear, and other times she's just shown like another place. But in the other life, I was a light being, so I wasn't in an actual body. She said I was more governing a lot of people. She saw me hot perspectives over a lot of people's shoulders and... Yeah, I was in like a completely different realm space. And what she had saw was the the space I was in got attacked. Their everything got was in flames and on fire. And she said that she just felt me like shifting perspectives, checking on everyone. And there was really nothing I could do as the village was being attacked. Um, and she said she felt so much panic. And she even like, yeah, teared up as she was telling me. And then I started crying and I was like... You know, this wasn't something that was fully in my memory, but my energetic body really responded as she was telling me, and I really do have a lot of dreams rooted around just a complete loss of control. Like I'm there, all these things are falling apart and I can't do anything about it. So I felt like a huge tie to that. And it just shows like what we're sharing is maybe some of your pains and triggers and stuff can be linked to this stuff. So even if you're a little skeptical on past lives in general, what you've lived, I think it's a really beautiful thing to explore. Whether you go to someone who can read the records, you work on trying to get to those records yourself through meditation Or you even investigate like past life regression meditations where you can just explore and see what comes up because it might be a really big key to you really honoring this specific journey and being able to let go of maybe some of those old wounds that aren't even from this like childhood in life, but from lives before that you've kept such a core cord and attachment to and that could be affecting the way you're moving through things.
0: Absolutely. It can be very, very healing receiving readings like these. And now that you've gotten to hear our stories, you actually get to learn straight from the source of our readings. Kat here, and I'm so excited to introduce you to a very special guest on the show this week. Jen Wilson and I just shared the highlights from our Akashic Record reading, so I hope that your interest is piqued. (laughs) Allow me to introduce my friend, Jen Hoffman. Hi, I'm so happy
2: to be here, Kat. I'm so happy you're here. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm honestly thrilled. It's, It's amazing to be here with you.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. And to give you a little more information about Jen, Jen is from the Baltimore area. She's a spiritual holistic health coach who specializes in the Akashic Records and energy healing. And Jen, you and I met a little over a year ago in a group coaching space, and we just clicked. And then uh, we met in person in Denver a few months back, and I just had to have a reading done with you, and I couldn't keep you to myself. It was just amazing.
2: Yes. Oh my gosh. It's crazy to think about how that was a little over a year ago. I swear time is going faster. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a pleasure to read for you, and um, it was amazing to meet in such a beautiful container with other, with other ladies and you. Oh, I so agree. It was so
0: special and really impactful for me. And then we had the opportunity to meet in Denver for the first time in real life a couple months back. And that was
2: amazing too. Yes. Oh my gosh. I was in town for a conference and it was so wonderful that we could actually connect in person and grab a coffee and you know, just be together in person. There's nothing that really beats that.
0: I know it was so special. What a great day. Yeah. So once I had my reading done with you, I was so touched and had so much to think about and reflect on. I really felt like I got so much out of it. So that's why I've told so many people at this point about my experience. And I really just hope to share this gift with more people to bring that same level of understanding of
2: what happened in the past and what could be. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, I appreciate that so much because I think it's so impactful in hearing about this type of work from a close um friend or family member or someone because it's just so personal and so intimate. And like you said, impactful. So I am forever grateful and, you know, so glad that you're sharing with your friends and connecting to deepen your relationships over this type of stuff. Thank you. Now let's get
0: into some questions that I prepared. Starting with, how did you learn about the Akashic Records?
2: Yeah, so it's funny. Um, I learned about the Akashic Records in 2020. And as we all know, the world kind of flipped on its own head in 2020. And what's interesting is I went through a very significant spiritual awakening in the end of 2019. I um knew I wasn't happy with my life. I was working as an engineer at the time in in corporate. Um I had just gone through a breakup. Um I was looking for answers on my own and had this huge spiritual awakening and just got so super curious about everything spiritual. And I started listening to all these podcasts. I started, you know, revisiting books. Um I was I basically turned my Instagram account into a spiritual account, not in what I posted, but what I was, you know, researching and following. And it was this beautiful synchronicity from the universe. Um, After, you know, researching so much, I I don't even know how it happened. I met a spiritual coach somehow on Instagram, who um, is an Akashic Records reader. And I can't you know, logically explain it other than I had this incredible, intuitive pull to to her. Um, I saw that she was offering readings, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And after a couple days of this, I knew I needed to invest in one. And so I reached out to her, and I had my own reading done, and it was so incredibly impactful, similar to what you said, like, I just could not believe the information that came through. I had never felt so validated, so heard, so understood. And I had never met this, this girl before this woman. And, um, you know, we lived states apart, she knew nothing about me, except, you know, my name. And it was just so incredible. So Like I mentioned earlier, I was on this huge journey to uncover myself and my soul and my purpose, really. So I decided to start working with her on a a spiritual coaching level. And after starting to work with her in one of our sessions, she, she said to me, it's time. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, your guides are saying it's time you can open the records. And from oh. then on, I haven't looked back.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so
2: powerful. No looking back then. That's what your guys were saying. Yes. And it's it's been incredible. It's like a homecoming. I I guess homecoming is the best word to describe it. I know my soul has done this before. And it's something that it's almost like I I didn't need to learn it. I could just it just could happen, it's just crazy when you think about it in a logical sense because we're trained to, you know, go to school to take courses. And this is something that once I started, I could just innately do it. So it's beautiful. Just like flicking a light switch on. Wow. That's amazing. Yes. It's like it just clicked. Exactly. Like a light switch. I, you know, after I think certain shifts in consciousness occur, we're gifted the ability to access certain things like the Akashic records, and it's incredibly beautiful. I believe it. Just like a big aha moment. Well, I'd love to hear what does
0: that process look like when you're about to give a reading and you're going in to access the records?
2: Yeah, so um, how I access the records is through prayer. There is a specific prayer to Shift the energetic frequency and allow me to access that state of higher consciousness where the Akashic records live. And I always set the intention that what comes forward is only what's for one's highest good. And it only comes through when one is ready to hear it. Because I know, you know, I don't want to be working um, with any lower vibrational frequencies. That is not my intent. I am not, you know, here to do that. I'm here to serve from a heart-centered place. And I always make sure that I'm clearing space energetically beforehand. I am grounded and centered myself. Um, and when I shift into that higher state of consciousness and I'm accessing the records, uh, I am shown things a couple ways. So I'm either shown images clairvoyantly, um, meaning I see them with my third eye, or I will hear words and sentences clear audiently, Or, um, I don't know how to describe this other than I will receive a download. So I don't know if you've heard this cat or any of the listeners, but some channelers will talk about receiving downloads. And it's basically like, if you think of uploading information into a computer, it's like, it literally just almost instantaneously will be downloaded into my mind and it will play out almost like um, an old movie where I'm seeing clips form. And it's just like all these impressions in my mind that I can see to, to curate um, a past life, an instance, or whatever needs to be conveyed. Wow, amazing. It
0: almost sounds like clear cognizance. Do you know, is that similar or different?
2: Yeah, I think it is very similar to that. Um, mm-hmm. I've had some people say to me, well, like, how do you know? Like, how do you know this is accurate? And I think that's just something you learn to trust. It's been such a a teaching and surrendering because sometimes things don't make sense to me at all in my logical mind. Yet, you know, I convey it to the other person that I'm doing the reading for. And they're just like, their mind is blown. It makes sense to them. So yeah. I'm like, good.
0: <laughs> Just trust, trust, trust. What an important lesson. And as you were speaking, a question came up for me mentally because I feel it has some overlap with how you access the records and not wanting to mess with lower frequency energies. But how does this relate to mediumship and working with those forms of spirit?
2: Mm, that's a great question. So I don't consider myself to be a medium yet. I do interact with energies when I'm in the Akashic Records as well as when I channel on my own. Um, so I I have been able to communicate with past loved ones and ancestors as well as um, uh, ascended masters, if you will, um, or deities that are gods and goddesses. Um, as well as spirit guides and angelic beings. Um, wow. So they're very similar. I, I would say they overlap, yet I, I don't consider myself to be a Chandler. I don't um, sit down with people solely to connect with a past loved one. However, past loved ones can definitely come through in a reading.
0: Wow. It sounds like mediumship, but 2.0 and with other
2: realms. <laughs> You know what? That's a great way to put it because, um, yeah, it's, it's in the, the Akashic records are so diverse since they cover all information, all energies, thoughts, past, present, future, that it's, it is tapping into different dimensions and different realms within all time and space. So I would say the Akashic records um, hold space for mediumship, but they encompass so much more. That's
0: fascinating. Thank you so much for shedding your light on that. It's so good to know.
2: You're welcome. I love that question. Thank you for asking.
0: Of course, of course. And I think it's clear that this is a really important tool for people. What can a record reading do for people in regards to their own healing and awakening? Mm,
2: I love that question. I honestly feel like the records can offer so much and What's beautiful about them is that they will meet you where you are. So every time I go into the records, it looks different, um, you know, for for different people, as well as it looks different for the same person every time you enter them. And it's really catered to what your soul most greatly wants you and needs you to know at that, that point in time. So, you know, I think initially... Things will come through that really allow someone to connect to yourself on a soul level so that you're thoroughly establishing a deeper relationship with your own true essence. So really being able to gain that self-awareness, that self-understanding, and really be able to curate self-love and ultimately empowerment, um, really understanding why you are the way you are, Um, It's just so incredibly validating, reaffirming, and like this major homecoming. At least that's how it was for me. And from my own perspective and working with clients, I see that with them as well.
0: Mm, Yes. And I feel like they're so unique because they can give you answers that aren't accessible any way else. Yes,
2: completely. So things like your soul's origin. Can come through and kind of like what we touched upon before with spirit guides and guardian angels can come through Um, connections you have from past experiences that your soul has interacted with. Um, And honestly, bringing bringing forward things that are no longer in alignment or not serving you and your soul, allowing false illusions, programming or things that you've learned that don't serve you right now allowing them to be known so that they can fall away and really cultivate that authenticity. Um, that is huge. So much more to like uncovering your own intuitive gifts and working with you then so that you're aware and know how to tap into them, how to utilize them for your highest good. Some of the things that we mentioned earlier around cognizance, claircognizance, audience, clairvoyance, all the clairs, um, you know, things can come through regarding how you operate with your intuitive gifts and how you can utilize them. Mm, Yeah, so true and so validating too. Yeah, and it's empowering so that you know how you operate within the world so that you can navigate challenges and your current circumstances from that empowered um, place, knowing, you know, when you know more, you can do better.
0: Right. Oh, yes. Can you tell us about a memorable reading you've given in the past?
2: Mm. There are so many of them. Um So there's there's a couple things that are coming to mind. First, like every time is is new and different. I'm always learning. There's always more coming through to see um to offer support for growth, for deeper understanding of this human experience. Um but Some things that have come up that have been really memorable um, are really regarding past lives that come up. Um, So with past lives, always there's a a lesson that is coming forward that wants to be learned on a soul level. um, Our souls navigate cyclically. We repeat patterns over and over until a lesson is learned so that it can be healed. So awareness of these patterns, how they're applying to your current life can be huge so that you can make a conscious decision to shift, to change, to complete the lesson and close it out. Also, healing in a sense of if there's trauma that occurred in a past life, since time isn't linear, we can go back and revisit that past life together and really rewrite the story we can shift the energy so that we're no longer carrying that trauma from that life, moving forward into present day, which really not only heals it liberates us and allows us to move forward in a healed and a whole and empowered state.
0: That's incredible. Just to hear the power of these records can provide people here on this plane, knowing that time isn't linear everywhere else.
2: It's incredible. And I can um, give a, a quick story. So from my own um, for my own times and my own records, there was a past life that I had where I was incredibly lonely. And I felt like I, I, I had to be alone. Um, <laughs> I was a sailor who would go out to sea for months at a time. And when I would return, I, you know, had a, a home on the edge of town and I felt not welcome. So, By revisiting that life, I was able to rewrite the story so that I wasn't alone and I had a community that supported me and I supported them and that really helped to close out feelings of loneliness that I was carrying with me in the present. It was a beautiful shift that enabled me to really open my mind and really heal myself presently.
0: That's amazing. And I love that you're able to do that and give yourself that gift that can be life-changing to go back and rewrite the stories and gain some insight and understanding and shift what that means for your present day.
2: Yeah. And shifting gears too a little bit, just like how we can revisit the past and the records, we can visit future potential outcomes. So that is always fun to tap into and navigate with people if they're open to that. Um, I always say that nothing is set in stone, we have free will. So, you know, we can wake up tomorrow and change our minds and things will shift for us. Yet, you know, we can look at our, our business, we can look at our relationships, we can look at our health, and we can see potential outcomes when making choices, or looking in how to go about um, a challenge or something that's in our current life. And that can be beautiful as well.
0: That's pretty impactful guidance that you can receive in that moment. And I'm sure you provide such amazing coaching for people to help them interpret what all of this can mean for them.
2: Thank you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's incredible to witness. And um, it's just so amazing to see how empowering it is for others so they can make a more informed and aligned decision for them.
0: I bet. I bet. And I'm curious, have you been surprised about the different places people's souls have been beyond Earth?
2: Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> so this is so um funny, because I, I shouldn't use the word funny. I mean, it's um so interesting, because sometimes things will come through that I I don't even understand what they mean. Like, I'm like, is this a real place? It'll be like a star system that is um, like alphanumeric um, code, or it'll be a planet I've never heard of. And sometimes after the fact, like, I will have to Google it to check myself. And, and I'll I'll be so shocked. It's like, wow, this is a real, this is a real place. Wow, that's wild. It's incredibly wild. So it's, again... Um, revisiting that place of trust and, and knowing that what is coming through is meant for that person.
0: I feel like the records can shatter a lot of traditional beliefs. And I remember learning somewhere or reading an article about dreams that it's impossible to dream about a face that you've never seen before. And I feel like there's just so much more that we don't know about the brain and energy and how this all works. And it's that sense of mysticism that keeps life interesting.
2: Would you agree? Yes, completely. And I would say that is, that sounds, you know, aligned to me, like I would think in dreams, we're pulling from other realms and dim- dimensions that our soul visits, or we're pulling from past lives and other experiences that we've had, and we knew it another time.
0: So amazing, yes. They're always trying to just seep in and teach us things,
2: and we just have to let them in completely. Com- yeah, it's so easy to disregard stuff as like, well, that doesn't mean anything. Um, and the the more that I've navigated this path of the spiritual journey and mysticism, like you said, it's just opened my eyes up to literally, uh, there are no coincidences, in my opinion, there are synchronicities and hidden meanings that are there for us in everything when you open your eyes to it. I so agree
0: with that. It's just keeping our minds open to whatever comes our way. There's no way that most things are just accidental and mistake. And we're just fumbling our way through this life. I feel like there has to be some higher meaning to it all.
2: Yeah. And if it doesn't feel like it's good or for us in the moment, I would be willing to bet there is a lesson or a teaching in it. And in the future with hindsight, you will be able to see it. (laughs)
0: Oh man, I feel that. I feel like I'm closing the chapter of the open wound and I'm reaching the place of the scar and it's just like,
2: whoa, lessons abound. Yes. Oh my I relate to that too. It's like sometimes things just feel like a lot, especially when we're in our human emotions in the present. But you know, reflecting back, that is such a an amazing tool in itself and can offer so much wisdom for us. Jen Wilson wanted me to ask about a birthmark
0: she has. So kind of switching gears a little bit here. But she heard that marks on our physical bodies in this life can be linked to an experience from a past life. And we're both curious about your take on that theory.
2: Mm, you know, that is funny. I've never heard that before. Yet um, my gut instinct says that that is totally possible. Um, I would think, you know, everyone is is different. We're all so unique and individualized. So I would say that is unique to each person. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go and say that all birthmarks are a reflection of something from a past life. But I think that is completely possible. The reason why I'm saying that is um, I've had one of my own experiences in accessing Um, my records that I've, I've had was completely profound. And this happened mm, a little over six months ago. And I had a vision that was so strong that it wasn't just the vision, it was like a deep knowing and a deep feeling that um, it was like I was taken back to the womb space. And I was, I was you know while my mom was pregnant i was there in the womb my consciousness was there in the womb with me and i could it was almost like i was shown um through a microscope if you can imagine like cells proliferating and splitting i don't know if you've ever seen like a time lapse oh, video no. yeah no. it was almost like that it was like the cells were splitting and proliferating and growing to form tissue and I could tell that my consciousness was there while that was happening, and that I was hand choosing all of my physical features. I was wow. hand choosing. It was almost like I could pick and choose from my my mom and my dad's DNA of what I wanted to inherit and take on in this incarnation. And it gives me full body chills and it's just like how I, I had the realization of like, how can I not love myself when I on a soul level chose this, I chose this body, I chose these features for this life. And I hope that provides some of those feelings for others too, because I'm, I'm sure that I'm not unique in that I'm the only soul that does that. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have full body
0: chills right there with you. That is one of the coolest things I've ever heard. And it gives you that sense, like you said, of why the heck wouldn't I love this body and this face and aspects of my physical being that I chose?
2: Yeah, and it's like, it's not even, um, I mean, it's definitely the physical stuff, but it's like, you know, even I think choosing, you know, how, we operate, um, we inherit, of course, our personality from what we learn from our, excuse me, what we learn from our parents, yet, you know, there's still features of our, our brains and um, how we choose to, you know, operate on a mental and emotional level at the, at our, at our essence, at our core, you know, preconditioning too. So it's like, we, we literally... In my opinion, we are choosing everything from a soul level, and it's just mind-blowing and so beautiful.
0: <laughs> it's mind-bending, too. It makes you rethink so many doubts and questions and thoughts that I've
2: had my whole life. I think it opens us up, too, to be even more compassionate and loving with ourselves, especially reflecting back on times where we were so hurting and questioning, like, why we are the way we
1: are. or
2: going through a hard time um you know especially women but men too or or anyone you know thinking about like body image um issues that I think a lot of people have based on how our culture operates or things of that nature like it just puts so much into perspective
0: Yeah, it's very freeing for sure. Oh my gosh, this is so much potent food for thought. And I'm sure people are going to want to receive readings from you now, even more so. And I'm curious, since I've had a reading before, how often do you recommend people access the records for Insight?
2: Yeah, I think it depends on what your goal is. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would say on average, probably every three to six months, if, if you are establishing that relationship with your soul or looking for particular guidance in regards to navigating, like a business or um, life changes, or perhaps even more frequent, um, or, or coaching if you're looking for something more like soul gift and intuitive development.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. Well, you'll be hearing from me. <laughs> And how can our listeners get in touch with you from here?
2: Yeah, so um, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm at Jargon with Jen, and uh, that's no spaces, no you know punctuation. It's just J A R G O N with Jen J E N. Um, and for those of you who don't know, jargon has a couple different meanings. So it it has the meaning related to um slang and and verbiage and the words that we speak as well as it's a crystal so it has a little bit of that spiritual tie i know some people might wonder why why jargon with jen Uh, or you can find me on my website so that is jennifer-hoffman.co and that's where you can check out more information about the akashic records reiki energy healing Um, coaching services, um, as well as book a session, if you'd like, Um, and something fun just to lay out there as well. I just launched something called the Journey to Agape, which is a eight part excursion is what I'm calling it. But it's it's a program that's created to activate and anchor into the, the various different frequencies of love within and within your being as well as your life with guidance from the Greeks, the ancient Greeks. So that's really exciting. So exciting. That sounds incredible.
0: I've been following your shares about it, and I think it'll be a really great, unique opportunity for people seeking that. Thanks for sharing it.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, my gosh. Thank you times a million. This has been so great. You have so much wisdom on this subject, and you're just a true leader in my eyes on it. I'm so excited for more people to be able to experience the records for themselves.
2: Oh my gosh, thank you so much. And likewise, I'm so grateful to be here. You're full of wisdom and just sharing so much goodness in the world with these platforms that you're teaching and coaching. Thank you so much. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning
0: in. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, find us on Instagram at Awakened Together Podcast. Be sure to hit follow and leave a review for us here. We'll see you next time.